Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Amen. We are continuing with our series in him. We started with found in him and then we removed the found. And now in February we are in him. I don't know what's going to happen in March. <laughs> March just might be him. Him. Now, I'd like to encourage some of you uh, to rejoice <laughs> in the house of the Lord. Amen. Those of you who are so used to watching us online only and you don't want to come in for worship, please come in and let's worship together. The strength of the church is in the worship. You see, when you're watching from home, the temptation not to sing and jump and shout is high. You're just there with your phone while cooking porridge. But when you come here and you've suspended the courage, courage cooking, then you can sing. Amen. The strength of the church is in worship. So if you can join us for the 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock here at Worship of Esnalia and at all your locations, 9 and 11, please do. So we are blessed. Amen. Teenage, teen services, 11, 15 here at Nalia. Upstairs, they have their own everything. Everything. Preacher, band, whatever. My goodness. We'll soon have a gathering for those who are between 20 and 30 years old. It's called the 2030 gathering. Some of you are shouting, I don't know why, uh, but yeah. There's something, God is doing something in, 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 the, in our generation of 20 to 30. Amen. So please invite someone to garage, 9 o'clock here in our studio. We have a lot of space in our studio, a lot of space. You can't finish it. Anyway, in him, we looked at this verse last week and said that we are already blessed. Already. You're not looking for a blessing. I'm not looking for a blessing. We are already blessed. It's a bit like your building is already wired with power. If you get home in the night and it's dark, what you need to do is what? Switch on. Don't call Wumeme. Except if you come from Nigeria. But otherwise, you should just ordinarily be able to switch on and power will come on. You'll be able to boil your eggs. I don't know how you boil eggs. for, But, the, yeah. So, we already are blessed. You are the most blessed person you know of. Yeah, that person seated in your chair right now is so blessed that day they find out we will not be able to contain you. Yeah, there's that song we used to sing. So blessed, I can't contain her. So what I gotta give it away. Your love called me to live now. You are more than enough for me. We should do that song for historical purposes one of these Sundays. 
Yeah. Even though Jonah might not even know it and Jetty. They just know they just know planet shakers. You're saying like so what what? Tell them about Maranatha. Anyone remembers Maranatha? Wow. Yeah. Some of you are like Maranatha? That's in the Bible. Yeah. It's also a band. You're blessed <laughs> with every <laughs> big <laughs> spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And we said, because you're already blessed, you don't need more blessing. Now, the, the two things that we were dealing with last week is, one, it is spiritual. Meaning, it's, that's an advantage. It's a bit like having dollars as opposed to having shillings. It means anywhere you go, you can always convert to another currency. It is spiritual because it's convertible and it does not lose value. Secondly, it is in the heavenly places because we are seated in the heavenly places. As I was teaching somewhere else this week, I got more revelation about that, so let me bring it forth. It doesn't say, with every spiritual blessing in heaven. It doesn't say, with every spiritual blessing in heaven. Is that what it says? What does it say? In the heavenly places. Amen. Do you have a phone? I'm not going to ask you to use it, but imagine it works. Let's say you wanted to search for... No, let's actually do it. If, you, if, you, if you're online and it's the same phone you're watching with, it's not going to work. But I want you to search for... Pick out your phone, go to Google, the Google app, and search for... What do you want us to search for? No, not Valentine's. It's going to bring... Okay, let me give you something to search for that you may not know about, but it's significant in the spiritual world today. Search for the name Frederick Casey Price. Yeah, just search for Frederick Casey Price. Now, don't use the whole summon time to read about the great man of God. The spelling of Frederick, F-R-E-D-E, R-I-C-K then that's one word then you leave space you put K then you leave space you put C then you leave space you put price like supermarket a price in the supermarket it has given you some results right okay he passed on uh, two days ago now get, get your phone back where it belongs and let's talk have you just used Google? Have you just used Google? Do you know where the headquarters of Google is? Yeah? No, Google is headquartered uh, in uh, Silicon Valley. I don't know the name of the village in California, right? Did you have to go there to get the information? Did you have to go there to get the result? Okay, where is Google? Where is Google? Where is Google? <laughs> Here, there, everywhere. <laughs> Here, Google, there, Google, everywhere, Google, Google. If someone could balance the sound in my monitor so that 
I, I don't, I'm not tempted to be stand only in front of one of them. Google is everywhere there is a device that is connected. Am I making sense? So where is heaven? Everywhere there is a device that is connected. That's why it says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it says he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places that includes you. You are a heavenly place. I'll let that go in. Yeah. Especially if you came without data on your phone. That's just going to take some time to get in. <laughs> Our Father, who is that in? Hallowed be your, your kingdom. Your will be done. In Nalia, in Chitukutwe, in my house, in my marriage, in my work, as it is in heaven. The moment that will is fulfilled, you are manifesting heaven. But for that to happen, you must already be a heavenly place because your spirit and soul and body and he says his joint to the Lord is one spirit with him. He says as he is, so are we in this world. So as you walk around and go to work, it is, you are actually a heavenly place. People who are looking to have a touch of heaven don't need to wait to die to go to heaven. Just like you don't need to board a plane to go to California to search for information. All you need to do is click the app and you have what you need from Google. Tell your neighbor I'm clickable. Tell your neighbor I'm clickable. Yeah, when my husband clicks me, heaven comes out. When my wife clicks me, heaven comes out. When my workmates click me, I don't know what's going on here. Are there believers in the house? When my workmates click, heaven comes out. When my relatives click, heaven comes out. Mama, mama. I can be excited all by myself if you all don't mind. I hope you're here for church and not something else, people. Yay. Some people are looking at me very seriously as if seriousness is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not. It's joy which is a gift of the Holy Spirit, not seriousness. You are a heavenly place. You see, people are stuck. Don't, let, don't be stuck at this truth because it's very obvious. You being a heavenly place is what makes you able to live the life that Jesus lived. Everywhere you go, like everywhere Jesus went, he was leaking heaven. Not, no, leaking. <laughs> Not leaking like sugar, but leaking like a tap, you know. Are we together? <laughs> yeah, some people you have to clarify. Otherwise, it be like, it was leaking heaven. That was a long tongue, you know. <laughs> Ah, so everywhere you go, you're licking heaven. 
That's why we say church begins on Monday and Sunday is garage time. You enter the office like this. All the broke people, you leak heavenly resources. All the sick people, you leak heavenly health. All the sad people, you leak heavenly joy. All the confused and panicky people, you leak heavenly peace. Come on, somebody. It's time to start leaking heaven because you're a heavenly place. Now, the reason you have not been leaking enough heaven is because you didn't know you're a heavenly place. Imagine if you search for Google and then your phone tells you, uh-uh. Now, Mark, you, any time you try to search and it's not working, huh? most probably, the problem is your phone, not Google headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you, you double check and it's not coming through, God is not the problem. Heaven is not the problem. The problem is the device. Something is not working with the device. Yeah. Recently, all of you are not able to search for anything on Google in a certain country that I will not name. Now, you can't blame Google. Yeah, the problem wasn't Google. Hey! Tell your neighbor I'm clickable. You are the moving, living, heavenly app. Mm. Yeah. Sure. That's our portion. Because we have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that blessing is for the sake of the others who don't know what's going on. You see, the phone itself doesn't need to find out about Casey Price. Yeah. It's the user. Amen. There are people, many people around you who their whole experience of life is carnal. So they are looking to tap into something deeper. And you are the solution. That's why you must believe this verse. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. I'm preaching better than you're listening. Yeah. Woo. We say the blessing is spiritual. It's in spiritual format so you can convert. That's why the greatest inheritance and possession you have as a believer is the word of God. Because the word of God was given to you to become it, not to cram it. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, even as the glory of the Father. Amen. Now, I'm going to go to verse 4. Pretty much that's going to be our study today because I don't see how we can finish. Verse 4. Now, I told you last week that Andrew Omar came and they gave us this book, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Uh, no, the one I picked was, you've already got it, which opened up Ephesians 1-3 to me. That was 2007. You can start working out that I was a teenager back then. And then... There's joy in the house. Amen. Receive it. Receive it. 
And then about three years ago, God started opening up my mind about verse four. I, I, I was like, oh my God. You know how you can know something? You know, it's a bit like, anyway. Let's just say, my mind was opened up about verse four. Uh, yeah. yeah and it blessed me so here is what it says it looks so innocent eh? until you start seeing it together it says just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now there is a comma there, so we are going to try and finish the sentence. But verse 4 is our focus right now. What I found out, if I don't, I will not take you through the long road, is that verse 4 and verse 3 are connected. And Verse 4. You know, it's a bit like if, you're, if you fall into a ditch. No, hmm? Let's say that's verse 3. And then while you are there enjoying the ditch, someone opens a hatch and realizes it's not the bottom. <laughs> that's verse 4. When you understand verse 4, Verse 3 becomes a completely different thing altogether. And the key thing there is that just as the first two words, they are like hinges on which the revelation swings. That's why you studied English up to senior four. It was for purposes of these kind of things. I hope you passed. Are you seeing the just as? Are you seeing the significance of the just as? The, so just as. Let's first deal with the, the part after, then we'll come back. He says, just as he did what? He chose us where? You see, that's a geographical it's, it's geography. In him. Hmm? He chose us in him. Outside of him, he didn't choose us. God didn't choose you individually before the foundation of the world because there is no scripture to support that idea. That God chose Liz, Kamara, uh, Sarah before the foundation of the world. No. But there is enough scriptures to support the idea that God chose Christ before the foundation of the world. And for us, our chosenness is simply as a result of being in him. Am I making sense? When you buy a car, hmm? when you choose the car you're going to buy and you say, I have chosen 
Ipsam what? Okay, that one. Whichever you choose, you know, Subaru. In choosing the car, you've, you chose the seats. Yeah. 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 The chairs can't say, Munda Banze. <laughs> Kamara chose me. No, 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 no. Chair, keep quiet. When Kamara was going to buy the car, he wasn't thinking, I need to buy some car chairs. I need to buy some car seats. Is that what we are thinking? I need to buy uh, ball valves. I need to buy um, piston rings. I need to buy uh, whatever it is that is in that car. S- steering rack, whatever. No, that's not how you buy a car. You don't go to the bond thinking ball valves, piston rings, steering rack, leather seats. No, no, no. no. You go buy a car. You pay for the car, and then along with the car, for it to work, comes the seats, the cup holder, etc. Am I making sense? It is him who has chosen. You are simply geographically located in him. And I'm going to show you the scriptures to prove that shortly. But it says he chose us in him when? Before the foundation of the world. That we should what? Be holy and blameless. Without blame. Before him in love. Oh. Oh. Ah. It's not you who becomes holy and blameless. No, he is holy and blameless. And because he is holy and blameless, you come, or you come inside the holy and blameless wound like this. It's too much. Too good. Let me demonstrate this with two pictures and then I'll look at two scriptures then I'll go back you see this there's been an argument for ages about whether God individually chooses people and says this one will be saved this one will not or people have free choice I think the truth is always somewhere in the middle so think about two types of buses the first type of bus is the school bus. Let's say the school bus of Harvest International School. And it's driving all the way from Busega to Naria. And they tell all the students who are going to board that bus, these are the different stages where you come to board the bus. What are the requirements for you to board the bus? You must be a student of Harvest International. It's a private bus. It's not a PSV. So you must have been chosen in advance to get on the 
bus. That's the argument of one of the groups, which I don't agree with, just for the record. Because the Bible says that it is the Father's will that everyone should come to the knowledge of Christ. So he can't be acting outside of his will. Am I making sense? If, you, if it's your will as a parent to feed all the children at home, you can't be willing to feed all the children, then you also decide that one of them you will not feed. Yeah, I can see the confusion. That's how confusing it is. So that bus, as it travels, it's only picking up people who have Harvest International School, what? Uniforms. Now, some people have assumed that Christ is that kind of bus. He is not. Now, let's imagine a second kind of bus. It's a public bus. It's also coming from Busega to Naria. Hmm? Maybe Busega to Weyogerere and back. It's plying the route. And it stops at every stage. Ogenda, Musei, Haji, Doctor, Daddy, Tugende, Sister. They are calling everyone to get on the it's open to all but it's a special bus that bus has wi-fi the bus has coffee in all types the bus has uh, sandwiches croissants what else chocolate muffins groundnuts <laughs> the bus has good stuff and comfort and there are people there too. now do you know what happens when they say that's the chosen bus hmm? everyone who gets on that bus at once is chosen Like, your not being chosen is simply being off the bus. Because the moment you step on the bus, you have access to all those things. As long as you're off the bus, there's no chocolate muffins and coffee. As soon as you step on the bus, everything changes. What changes your situation is the bus. As I said, he chose us in him when before the foundation of the world why he's the one who was chosen before the foundation of the world revelation 13 8 let's read revelation 13 8 together yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. together all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life uh-uh in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. The Lamb was what? Slain when? From the foundation of the world. Now, historically, you know that Jesus was, died 2,000 years ago. But in the spirit, in the mind of God, you see, spiritual things are different from physical things. Everything you see in the physical is happening too, too late after that stuff happened in the spirit. In the spirit, he was slain before the world began. 
but it was simply manifested 2,000 years ago. That's why it says he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Look at First Peter 1.20. Are you there? Hey, are there people? Okay, First Peter 1.20. Together, uh-huh. he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Manifest in these last times. Oh, Second Timothy one nine. Second Timothy one nine. What does it say? Who has what saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own what purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus when before time began. Give me the next verse of that same scripture. Before time began, next verse, which is verse 10, verse 10, just press the arrow like this to go to verse 10. Together, but has now been revealed by the appearing. In other words, he was slain before time began, now there is a what? An appearing, a manifestation of our Savior, Jesus Christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Amen. Hey! Chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Chosen in him before the foundation of the world. How? He chose him. You see, Jesus is so special. He's not like you and me. He's so special. But the moment we come into him, we are as special as he is. He makes my life so special. Jesus. Yeah. It's so good. Now, before I miss the point altogether, let me. Have you now seen how we are chosen in him before the foundation of the world? And, and even this other part which confuses people to be holy and without blame before him in what? In love. Give me Colossians 1.22. Colossians 1.22. It makes sense when you start at 1.21. Sorry. Together. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Who is doing the presentation? Yeah. To present you. The function of holiness and blamelessness is a function of Christ, not a function of you. Yeah. Holiness and blamelessness is a function of Christ, not a function of you. Your role is to believe. Huh? To what? Believe that this man can actually make me holy and blameless and present me. Ah. Look at Ephesians 5, 25. Since it's Valentine's, 
Let's try this. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her. Who is doing the work? Who's doing the work here? Who's doing the work? That he might what? Sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Next verse. And says that he might present her to himself a glorious church have, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish. Who's doing the work? It's too much to ask a pig to wash itself. But if the pig presents itself, the farmer can wash it. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul, cleansing blood of the Lamb? Yeah, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb. You can't wash yourself, people. You can't wash yourself. You can't wash yourself. But he can wash you. He can present you perfect before him in love. Let me get the point I was making to me before I get lost. Here is what makes verse 3 incredible when you understand verse 4. It's the just as. You see all the work he did in Christ to present us holy and blameless before him in love. When? Before the foundation of the world. It's the same way he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Before Adam touched that fruit, God had blessed you in Christ Jesus. Before you were born, God had already healed you in Christ Jesus. Before you showed up, God had prospered you in Christ Jesus. Everything was you ever need that I'll ever need was placed in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the world. And then you showed up in 1992 and you're here stressing. And God is like, dude, dude, you've been around only 30 years and you're stressed. I put everything in Christ before the earth was created. He said, just, just go back to Christ and everything is there. It's amazing. People dying of thirst when there is a mega tap right next door. Too much water. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you encouraged? Is your faith rising? Do you feel like you can make it? Feel like you can face tomorrow? You feel like, bring it on. I have won already. When you understand what I'm talking about, failure is not a choice. Failure is not an option. Everything works out just as it shows us. 
He says he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing the same way he chose us in Christ. Before the foundation of the world, let me do some work here and finish this text. And we, we are going to pray, Pastor Angela and Roxy, you can start making your way up here. Amen, amen, amen. Verse 5, verse 5, I told you there was no full stop. Verse 5, just as he chose us in him, what? Uh, before the final, having what? <coughs> Predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Ah. Mm. So he blessed us in him because he chose us in him because he already made up his mind to adopt us in him. I'll say that again. He blessed us in him because he chose us in him because he already made up his mind to adopt us in him. Mama, This is legal stuff. That's why he says that word adoption. Adoption as what? Sons. What happens in our culture here in Uganda is that when a, a parent dies and he leaves behind orphans, the extended family pick. They distribute. They say, you take that one. We will take this one. Then the other one takes the other one. Like that. To, to try and what? And help the children. Okay? Now, sometimes maybe the parent has not died, but you are in an extended family where some people are, are better off economically than others. So people offer to help, you know? Because of their, their kindness and, and the fact that they are followers. They offer to help. So this one, and then the other one, and then the other one. Yeah. You, you see? It, it's all good, right? But th that, you, you're getting help or school fees. You know, usually, by the way, you can tell the difference between those who are real children of the home and those who are being helped. The grub is slightly different. Am I making sense? Uh, don't be quiet on me. I know what I'm talking about. But they're helping you. But this is not that. This is adoption as sons. In other words, there is no difference in the way you're treated as an adopted child from the way the children who are born in the home are treated. Here is, here is what's more. If, if your uncle helps you out and pays your school fees and you graduate and you do that graduation service, rather part of where you cry, you thank him, Banange, I would have been in the village dead if you hadn't paid my school fees. And everyone is happy for you. But guess what? You don't get an inheritance. Mm. Because you are not adopted into the family. You were being helped, not adopted. Yeah, some people think God is helping them. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ma who is the son who was born in the house? Do you know the one who was born in the house? His name is Jesus. Uh -huh. And so when you are adopted, 
The grub Jesus gets is the grub you get. He gets quencher, you get quencher. Mama. I'm preaching better than you're listening. (laughs) One time. I was in boarding school and uh, my mom couldn't afford to come visit me all the time. I mean, she was barely keeping me in school. And so I had a friend who were sort of relatives. I think we were relatives. So there was this particular visitation day where his dad came to visit him. Uh, and because I, I, I was like, no, that's how we rolled in Miri Primo. Like, they, they are part of, they, when your uncle or relative comes, they have visited you. You, know, you go and sit down and eat everything. <clears throat> so this gentleman had brought the, the, the other young man's birthday was around the time of the visitation. No, actually, I don't think it was even me primary. I was in Busoga College probably somewhere. But anyway, so they visited this young man. No, it was me primary. And they brought him a cake because it was near his birthday. Then, of course, I, I'm there. So they, they needed to figure out something to give me. So they got some groundnuts and also got a small cavera of groundnuts. Now, why did I get groundnuts? Because those people were being good to me. Yeah? As someone they know. But I wasn't in their plans when they were coming to visit. Otherwise, I would also have had my own stash of what? Of grub. But I got something because I'm not adopted into the family. I was just someone they found who they know and needed something. Am I making sense? Now, some of you, that's how you you think God treats you. Mm. He has some people. Jesus, he does some stuff for Jesus, but for you, he comes with, he has to figure out what's in the car. Ground nuts. Some of you think God's giving ground nuts while Jesus gets cake. No, because you don't understand adoption. adoption as sons by Jesus Christ what <laughs> to himself and, and here's, the, here's the best part here's the best part are you ready for the best part he says all this hmm? you know you can be helped the people are really just struggling to help you yeah even they, they wonder why your parents died. Because now you would have been, they, they would have been able to take care of you. Now they have to take care of you also. Um, because me, that was my story. But, so, they, they are doing their best. You know what I, I mean? But it is not ideal for them. But here he says it was according to the good pleasure of his will. Now let me ask you. Have you ever heard of bad pleasure? 
when they say pleasure, you, the assumption is already what? Good. But it says it's according to the good pleasure of his will. Like him adopting you in Christ. Eh? He's just salivating at the whole idea. Oh my God! Oh my God! God is saying, oh my God. I get to adopt him! Anyway. According to the good praise of his, the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Highly favored. That's you and I. Friends, what God has done for us is unmatchable. Why don't we pray? Thank you, Father. Ah, people here in the studio, please pray, 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 pray in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love, your adoption, your glorious love for us. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you. May your name be praised from generation to generation, forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. Friends, if you've never given your life to Jesus to come into this adoption, today is the day of salvation. God is calling you. God is inviting you into a life that, that is glorious. Amen, amen. Those of you who are watching us online, you're watching us at home, you're watching us in, at a location, you're watching us at a hosting center, if, if you want to give your life to Jesus, even those who are here in the studio, you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus. Right now, at the count of three, I want you to put your hand up. One, two, three. Just put your right hand up right where you are. Hosting centers, locations, online, you're on TV, maybe you're listening to us on radio, wherever you are, wherever you are. Give me that number, give me that number, wherever you are. I want you to start believing that today is the day of salvation. Amen. I'm going to pray shortly. Now if you're in the house and that's you, I'm going to give you time to, me, to put your hand up. Today is the day of salvation. We will, not, we will not leave you behind. We will not be in a hurry. You're the one that he loves. You're the one that he loves. You're the one that he loves. Wherever you are, just put your hand up. Just put your hand up and let's pray. I'm going to pray shortly. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All oh, those who have put your hands up wherever you are, just pray this prayer of faith. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I receive your free gift of salvation. I receive the free gift of adoption. Take my life and do something with it. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.